0: That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast was for you. (laughs) If you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey. And with me over the last 250 episodes of the Weekly Review is my good friend and co-host, Jean McDonald. Hi, Jean. How are you doing today? And have you done a Weekly Review?
1: Hi, James. I'm doing pretty good today, and I have done a meow. So yay, me. How about you, James? How are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty well, Gene, and um, I have done a weekly review of all my active projects. I have indeed, so that's good. Good. Um, And uh, I'm currently back in New Jersey, um, continuing with the never-ending house that... is just full of, packed to the gills with my parents' stuff. Mm. Um, So we tackled the attic this time around. And um, now everything is down from the attic and back in the garage, which was empty, but is not anymore. (laughs) Um, But it's much better having things on the ground level than up in a crawl space in the attic. So, yeah. I think with the attic we have now, that is the last unexplored area of the house. So I think everything else is now a known quantity. And, um, so that's good. Um, wow. So that has, uh, been, uh, what I've been up to during this last, last week. And of course, clear out dad's house is, uh, an ongoing active project.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that is a big project and as you know I did that with my siblings back in 2019 and with my dad, we kind of made him clean out his house because he wasn't he hasn't been living there full time. Or, you know, for a while, he's been living in Central Florida, and one of our family friends lives in our house, and uh, we thought, you know, let's get this taken care of right now. That was good, but it was such a huge project, so.
0: Yes. Well, I I actually have been doing this with my sister in 2019, Stopped during the pandemic and but 2022, 2023. So this has been a, a multi year project here mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, it's, I don't know, it's, it's like if you could imagine a a suburban home with a basement that an attic packed to the gills with stuff. Yep. Um, that's, that was it. Um, so, and still there's still stuff, but, um, it's definitely down to the, uh, down to the things that we know we want to keep or dispose of, like, in a nice way as opposed to, you know, there's like old toys, there's old mm-hmm. stuff that, you know, um, maybe they can find a good home. Um, anyway, that's yeah. uh, that's what's been on my mind lately, uh, but uh it's nice to think of uh that project coming to an end at some point hopefully in 2023 this year yeah um which leads us to another um project which is coming to an end in 2023 and that is our podcast jean
1: our podcast we are signing off after 2250 episodes which is a lot that fa- is. <laughs> I can tell you just how much it is if you're interested. Uh, I would. Well, <laughs> shall we
0: play the weekly to-do theme one last okay. time?
1: Yes, let's do.
0: So, let's bring in the we yes, the band.
1: The band, that famous band.
0: That's right. The the Weekly To-Doers, I think <laughs> is the name of the band. <laughs>
2: The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through
0: the weekly to-do. Um, so what was your weekly to-do, Gene?
1: I, I don't think I said anything specific last week. I still haven't finished um, the spreadsheet I want to do for accounting. I decided instead. I'm making my weekly to do uh, updating the weekly review index, which is a little, uh, a few little stats that I was keeping um, and published on our hundredth episode and on our two hundredth episode. And I thought, oh yeah, I need to update the index for the final episode or final regular episode for sure. Um, and the most important or whatever, biggest number, is how many minutes have we recorded? Um, And I came up with 6,887 and a half minutes. Um, Wow. (laughs) I know. Which um, converts to 111,000 and a half hours. Uh, No, 111 and a half hours. Not thousands of hours. A hundred hours. More than a hundred hours of podcasting because our goal was always to have this, epi- this these episodes be 20 to 25 minutes yes in fact our average uh, length episode for the first 200 episodes was about 27 and a half minutes and so I did not go and manually calculate each uh, taking the length of each episodes and episodes 251 to I'm sorry, 201 to 250 because really I just thought, you know, I have a pretty solid average that I think I'm going to go off of based on our first 200 episodes and just extrapolate. So that's my extrapolation. Um, it's about 27 and a half minutes per episode. And, uh, that, if you're so also interested to know, is 4.64 days. So, let's say you were driving across the country and you weren't going to make any stops, you'd still have some weekly to review to listen to <laughs> when you got yes. from New Jersey to California. That's my theory. It depends how fast you drive, of course. So, kind of crazy. Well, that is,
0: thank you for doing all of those calculations. Yes.
1: Jean. And then there's some more, uh, things I want to point out. We've had, um, we had, uh, a category called holidays invented. And previously when we have calculated those, that has been two holidays, organization aversary, which is sometimes referred to as the garage aversary. And email-aversary, which is when we got to inbox zero for that ever-so-brief moment in 2018. Um, but since then, we've added two more holidays, weekly review, exclusive holidays, anniversary, which uh, was the anniversary of when the pandemic started, and the topic of our show <laughs> kind of uh, pivoted a bit. Since we were never, we, we used to talk about travel, for example, and now we just talked about fixing up our houses, um, and how it was hard since nobody could come do any work. Um, and finally, uh, we had the dance anniversary, so that, and that was the anniversary of the dance party episode. So, that's four holidays. We doubled the number of holidays. We also doubled the number of episodes recorded live, um, previously, it was one recorded here in Portland, and then in twenty twenty one, we recorded an episode live in Denver during three hundred and sixty i
0: Def. So I, d- I remember both. I remember where were we where we were sitting for I both know.
1: episodes. I know
0: one of them was the first one was a lovely outdoor setting. Um, yes, and the other one was in a small little like conference room which yeah (laughs) a uh, a cold windows yeah
1: (laughs) a a cold uh fluorescently lit uninviting inviting conference room but well i mean
0: it was kind of where they had the the little continental breakfast set up for the attendees after uh, they had cleared the breakfast yeah so it was kind of just like you know A couple of tables but it was empty and quiet and we got a nice we got a nice episode out of it yeah that was good
1: we did and
0: we got to see each other in person for the first time after the pandemic there so that's right that was that was a special a very special episode
1: and we haven't seen each other since then right in person
0: is that true
1: i can't think of a thing we've done we've both done I haven't been to Disneyland at all. (laughs) I haven't been to Portland. You haven't been to Portland. I didn't go to 360 iDev last year. Um, Yeah,
0: I guess it seems like... It doesn't seem like... Not at all,
1: no. That long? I feel like I see you all the time, but obviously I don't. It just since we talk all the time, so...
0: Yes. And Uh -uh. since, you know, I'm such such a... uh, Unimposing physical presence in person, anyway. <laughs>
2: um, you know,
1: yeah, no, it's um, a, it is too bad we haven't had a chance to play music together in person. I think that's another reason I feel like I saw you is we put so much time into one more thing. Um, that is
0: true. Yes, the
1: song and I played. You know, I played it over and over again, recording and then recording the vocals, and it feels like we did a show. But it was not a show.
0: That's true. It was an asynchronous musical performance of 30-some-odd people. (laughs) Um, So what we thought we might do for this final episode of the weekly review is, um, well, my weekly to-do was – Doing more cleaning out of my dad's house. So okay. that's we we already covered that. We don't have to belabor labor the labor of that.
1: Um now, before we so move if, from the weekly oh, yes. to do, I just wanted to I thought we should give a shout out to Beck Tench, who suggested the segment be called the weekly to do, right?
0: Yes, Beck Tench. Um, had suggested it and we thought it was a great idea. So, um thank you Beck. Um and also thank you for your lovely email. Um uh we're happy uh you've been listening and uh uh thank you so much for doing so to you and to everybody who has has listened all of these weeks.
1: <laughs> yes. All 250
0: so what we thought we'd do for this final episode is recount a few of our favorite things that we've gotten done over the 250 episodes, close to five years of the weekly review. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, our favorite thing or notable thing that we remember our co-hosts doing over those <laughs> same time period. Um, so, Jean, I don't know if you wanted to do one of yours first.
1: Sure. Yeah, I have one. I mean, there were many things that got done in the last 250 weeks. Um, So it was interesting to try to figure out, single out some and why. And the one I'm picking is having my chimney repaired and having a gas fireplace installed in the old house that I ended up selling in 2021. And the reason i pick it is it was a big project and it was it got um derailed a bit by by the pandemic but um you know it had a lot of moving parts it required a chimney contractor gas installation people get buying a gas fireplace like that it, it was the classic like it was a project of projects And I was doing a lot of procrastinating around it, even though I knew the chimney had to be repaired. And that was, you know, the the impetus for doing anything. Um, Once I was going to spend money on the chimney, I thought, let's get a gas fireplace, which I always wanted. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) what happened is one day I looked, I was looking, I was still using OmniFocus then, and was looking at this, you know, to-do item which said research gas fireplaces. <laughs> and I said, you know, that needs to be rewritten. And I changed it to Google gas fireplaces, you know, purchase in Portland, Oregon. And then I might have done it in that exact second, but I, I don't think so. I think I just needed to put it in such a way that it was irresistible to do Um it had a beginning and an end and that's when I discovered there was a gas fireplace showroom in my neighborhood that was you know run by the natural gas company that we use and so it seemed like a good place to go at least start and that was the start that ended up with me with a, a gas fireplace and a repair chimney um in 2020 and then I moved <laughs> but
0: but I mean, it probably helped. Uh, well, you got to enjoy it a bit, and I then did. also, um, some new owners are enjoying it too. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, um, and it was a selling point, I would say, uh, for the house. And it, Cer- certainly, the chimney being repaired is a selling point.
0: <laughs> absolutely, and it also um, kind of was a great demonstration of that um, kind of that notion from GDT gtd to identify then just all you need is the next action Mm -hmm. um because as soon as you rephrased it from a somewhat more nebulous research this thing Mm -hmm. to do this google search it became easier to do because you didn't really have to think about what it was Mm -hmm. um and also it it bootstrapped kind of the whole operation. It like eased you into it a lot easier. So it was definitely a a, a great, I, I remember that as um, thinking, oh, that really illustrates really well um, picking like a very specific next actionable step for mm-hmm. any given project. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for that.
1: Yeah. I appreciate that yeah it was it was definitely next action in action <laughs> um what about you james what what do you look back on fondly?
0: I look back fondly on the odyssey of getting my dad's old car mm. from Canada back to the United States and getting rid of it yeah um because um my dad had brought his old Ford Taurus up to Canada and left it there. Um, it's a car registered in New Jersey. Um, and, uh, so, and then he just, you know, left the car and Mm -hmm. he would come back and drive it in the summertime. And I think for a while he was able to re-register it every year without, like, needing to bring it anywhere in New Jersey. So, um, but then once he passed away, we didn't need the car and it wasn't in great shape or anything by that point. Um, but since it's a New Jersey, a, a car in the United States, you can't just get rid of it in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause technically it's not supposed to be in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you I probably like There's like probably could have just junked it and maybe everything would be okay. But I, the last thing I want is some, like, international, you know, tariff <laughs> bill or so. Because like, you, yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Um, so I did some research, and we ended up, um, you know, having this whole convoy of me and my good friend driving the car in a second car, across the border into Maine, having arranged with a charity to pick up the car so that you know, so we donated the car. And I you know, they didn't get I think we ended up getting like the minimum five hundred dollar tax deductible because I don't think they could sell it for much once they had it. But um uh but it was it was many months in planning and then of course you're worried Trying to get across the border with this car because it it had like a cracked windshield. The registration <laughs> by that point was like expired. Yeah. The car's not the car's not in my name. It's <laughs> in my dad's name. Um, so you know you could have a problem. At, you never know. Um, so, but in the end it, um, it all worked out. Um, the car got picked up, everything was fine. And, um, oh, that's what also happened is I, like, I didn't realize at first that you couldn't, um, like that they wouldn't just be there to pick up the car in a certain day. They have like a giant trailer that goes around picking up cars Mm. all over the place. Mm -hmm. So I had to arrange with a uh, local car dealership to leave the car there for a few days with all of its paperwork. Mm -hmm. So it was like a whole, it was a whole operation. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we recounted it on, you know, at least one episode of the podcast. And so looking back, it is kind of one of the, um, the... (laughs) Well, I guess it's kind of like a major operation to accomplish a minor task. <laughs> but yeah. it still was, looking back, it was kind of an enjoyable um, enjoyable adventure. Um, and it all worked out fine. So that also was also uh, another one of mine.
1: Yeah. No, I, I loved that adventure because it had all the bells and whistles of a of a a complicated project that <laughs> required a lot of different things to happen at certain times plus different you know people to help you and um you know just research on on the law and you had managed all of that but you also had a road trip out of it which seemed like fun um, you know would you have chosen to make that road trip if you didn't have to? Probably not. But No, definitely not. <laughs> you <laughs> but you did it, and you had the, the fun of, of an epic road trip on top of everything else. So, yeah, I, lo- I really do like that story. And um, also impressed with your father's ability to keep a car, an unregistered car, <laughs> going that long. In in another country, so maybe he was an international man of mystery himself.
0: Um. Well, (laughs) there were a lot of things that were like, "Why would he do that?" But (laughs) um, it's so that was the mystery. But no, it was. uh, And he he kept the registration going while he was, I think, most of the time while he was alive. But Mm -hmm. um, anyway. We managed to get that taken care of, which was great. Um, So what is your second?
1: Um, Well, I have to pick as my second thing that I got out of this podcast is my evolving organizational workflow, also known as the meow. That um, has really made things easier for me to have... created uh created isn't really the word it's because it's borrowing from so many places but it is um i did put together steps to do to get myself on top of things that works for me and um that was the uh that's what became apparent to me after four years of podcasting thinking you know are you ever really going to sit down again buckle down to omnifocus and to you know the weekly review steps and the things that you know david allen recommends no um, and that was good to get to that point you know i thought no if you've been podcasting about it for 4 years and you still haven't really done it yeah you're probably never going to do it <laughs> but you, yeah that's true you, you do need to get organized um, you, I mean, there's some things that I do like to do, and then there's some things I kind of have to trick myself maybe into doing, and that's been the focus for me of the meow, um, which I started formulating last year, 2022, and um, I'm still... I mean it's evolving is right there in the name. <laughs> so so the system is evolving. The name is set. Uh at first I just called it the Meow. It was just some weird, you know, instinct to just call it that to make it fun, but then and because Dexter meows, I think that Dexter is the inspiration. And then uh you know, now it's been a year, and I'm still calling it the meow, so that's what it's called. Um, uh, what do they call that when you create an um, abbreviation? You back. A
0: backronym.
1: A backronym. It is a backronym in true form. Um, so, yeah, that's um, that's something that I will be working on. And probably, ironically, I'll work on it so much that I'll get to a point and I'll say, hey, this really just looks like getting things done by David Allen. <laughs> but at least I I set up the steps myself. And, um, you know, I will say that uh, as much as I admire the book, getting things done, and of course the people who do it successfully, and the software that manages stuff for you like OmniFocus. For me, it just, it felt too heavy. It was too much mental overhead for me um, to keep everything out of my head in one place. And so now I have sort of a a, a, um, a series of, of apps that do parts of what I need done. Um, but it's still up to me to remember to look at those apps and that is what the meow primarily is is check drafts, check do, check tot. Um those are the the three main ones, you know, that I use in addition of course to calendar and email. But so that's yeah, that's the meow. If I I don't feel inspired to meow myself, so just imagine Dexter is here with us.
0: Yes, um, I I know in a previous episode I had stated Dexter would be a special guest star on this episode, this final episode, and then I realized, oh, I'm heading back to New Jersey, and that's where I'll be recording, so Dexter is, is 3,000 miles away at the moment, so mm. um, unfortunately... Um, he can't make this last broadcast, and he's he's not a happy cat. He's, he's very bummed to miss this vital broadcast. <laughs> uh, broad, it's not a broadcast; it's a it's a recording. It's a um, recording.
1: So, what about you, James? What else um, did you want to talk about that you
2: well
0: liked? I would say that um, I'm going to actually because I know we kind of. Uh, uh, Pre gave each other heads up as what we're mm-hmm. going to say, but then something just occurred to me, which is that um, uh, since your second one was kind of about the process and your meow process, th- I still think that often people think that. Getting things done is a much stricter system than it really purports to be in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like even um, last week we talked about uh, four thousand weeks, the book, um, mm-hmm. and in it the author talks about you know getting to inbox zero at some point in his in his life. Um, but even he seems to indicate that that inbox zero means he's responded to all the emails that have come in, which is not what inbox zero is at all. It just means you have zero items in your inbox. (laughs) And if they require further action, you've moved them out of your inbox in somewhere else where you keep things that you have to respond to. And that's all that it means. Um, and it seems like nobody, like, and that's what it says in the book. But it seems like <laughs> despite thousands of people reading this book, nobody seems to, I, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I just don't, I'm not understanding what it says in there. But it, it literally means that you just have nothing in your inbox. It doesn't mean you've run out of emails to respond to. It's just they're in a different folder. That's all it means. Um, So that's like my last uh, soapbox talk for the (laughs) podcast is, is stop, stop misinterpreting it. Cause yes, of course you're, you're never going to get to everything. Um, And the point of any of these systems isn't that we'll eventually get to no to-do items. Cause that, you know, that, It's almost silly, right? Of course, there's always more to do. And even if you get everything done, then you'll want to do something like I'll want to go on a trip if I have some extra free time. Um, but I'll have to plan that trip, which is more to do items. Um, as long as you're alive, there's more stuff to do. That's like it's, and in 4,000 weeks, that's kind of the whole point is like Mm -hmm. your whole life is to do, like is doing stuff. Um, So I think sometimes people have um, the goal of these systems is not to get to know items. It's, at least for me, it's to feel comfortable that you are focusing on the stuff that you want to be focusing on or need to be focusing on, but you don't lose track of those other things that maybe aren't important at the moment, right? but at any moment maybe pop up to the top um, and suddenly you do need to focus on them. Um, Or an opportunity arises and all the thoughts you had about that happen to be jotted down because you have a trusted system. Um, So kind of this notion that it's... All of this is to help you, right? And so as described in the book, didn't help Eugene. Uh, even though you gave it a great try over the past 250 episodes, mm. um, but you've evolved kind of your own system that, you know, takes pieces of this, pieces of that, and as long as you feel comfortable with it and it's helping you, you know, not miss out on important things, not drop the ball on important things, um... Mm-hmm. Then that's that's perfect. What more could you want? That's like the exact reason any of us or well, that's the exact reason to have a productivity system. Mm-hmm. Um it's not that you'll ever get infinite number of things done because you just no.
1: can't. But no. um yeah. But being I-
0: able to not forget important things or that idea that came to you and maybe someday you'll get to it, and then you look through every once in a while and say, "Oh yeah, there's that thing." And then I'm going on this trip, and that would be a perfect time to try to get that thing done. Um, it's kind of it's good to have that tickler file. That's my soapbox, and I'm sticking to it.
1: Okay, <laughs> please be careful. Don't trip when you're <laughs> stepping down. Soapboxes are are notoriously unstable. <laughs> Um, well, do you have another thing, um, that you want to share that you got out of this, uh, podcast that you're happy you got out of doing this podcast?
0: Oh, well, I mean, I think my soap boxing mm-hmm. was really those express some insights that I did get out uh, of this podcast. Um, okay. and that I'm happy that, you know, I'm, I'm firmly uh, committed that this system is not to try to get an infinite number of things done. It's not to, you know, um, like pack every moment and every day with like a constant treadmill of productivity checklists Mm -hmm. and getting the maximum number of things, like the maximum number of boring things done done. It's because that's that's not the point. So what I've gotten out of this is that that the point is for this as a tool to help you live your life without dropping things that are also important to, you know, the good functioning of your life, um, even though they may be awful, boring, maintenance-related things, like doing your taxes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's... That is good. No, I think that, that, that like me, you got um. the The podcast functioned as intended, <laughs> which was we were not we were not trying to make a million dollars as uh, podcasting stars or productivity gurus. We wanted to just talk once a week in the spirit of the weekly review, which. Um, is notorious you know for people who otherwise get a lot of the David allen's suggestions implemented that they still don't do the weekly review and and not doing it is is makes it hard for the whole system to function but you and I did get together weekly and we talked about these things and we got new perspectives and we feel better about how we do things and that's that was the goal right
0: absolutely um, um go ahead. shall we um share with each other uh like a memory of a to-do or something that happened to the other person during this period
1: <laughs> yes yes i th- i thought that was a good idea like pick pick a an episode or an uh a Um, thing that the your co-host has done or accomplished that made you happy or at least entertained you and i have one which does both um i have to give you a big shout out for dance party i loved that that was when you talked about it that was september 2020 and um episode 128 which is called dance party exclamation point dance party has an exclamation point um, officially as part of the way it's spelled and the fact that you were um, casting around for ways to establish a more exercise in your routine and you came up with the idea of having your HomePod automatically play a dance tune every afternoon um, that you can't really resist dancing to. And that, and that, you you know, anyway, that was very cool. It was very creative and fun. And it definitely influenced me to create a dance um, playlist of my own, which I haven't, done all the automation and whatever, but I can just put on that playlist and it makes me feel like moving. So.
0: Excellent. And I would say that, um, yeah, I actually injured my toe about a year ago, like December of 2021. Mm -hmm. So then I wasn't dancing for a while and then the dance party fell out of favor. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it would come on and I'd kind of dance a little and then it would hurt and then I'd stop. So and then it had it. It's time for it at home for it to make a, a reintroduction. Let's just say that. Um, okay. So thank you for um, that shout out because it kind of inspires me to to turn that back on once I get home. I also always have to remember to turn it off when I go on a trip because <laughs> otherwise, poor Dexter has loud <laughs> dance music playing for no good reason. And then I'm not even home to tell it to stop. Because right. basically it just goes until I tell Siri to stop the music. So I think <laughs> once the poor cat had like hours of it before I was elsewhere and turned it off remotely. Um, uh, and then for Eugene, um, one thing that uh, inspired me and was, uh, uh was your time spent uh, kind of downsizing your stuff to move out of your house into an apartment um, and taking on a uh, professional organizer slash get rid of my stuff <laughs> and um and hearing all of that because that is uh well it's a, it seems like a multi-generational issue in my family um, <laughs> uh, clearing out my folks' house, but also knowing that in my own uh well, as we said in the very first episode title my whole house is an inbox <laughs> um where're this many years in and my whole house is still an inbox. Um, <laughs> So, um, but less so, um, and since you have gone through that decluttering and getting rid of things that you didn't want, didn't need, um, weren't going to take with you to your apartment, um, it has inspired me to start paring down things, decluttering things. And, um, whereas you did it in a relatively compressed time, it's Mm -hmm. like... I'm not doing it in a relatively compressed time, so it's taking longer, but I still see progress being made, and so that's been very inspiring to me, and um, also was very happy um, for you to do so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, that is definitely something I feel like this podcast was my personal support group for moving, (laughs) because I have moved three times since uh, we started and really three times in the last year and a half because I had sold my house, then moved to a one bedroom apartment. Then I decided to move to uh, the top floor of the building and two bedroom apartment. Then I was flooded out of that apartment. And now I'm in a very small studio um, down the hall. So i I've never moved through that many times in that short of a period even in college. So, um having you to check in with and to commiserate over, you know, whether it's the packing or the uh getting rid of stuff or just the, all the the what, you know, administrative details of moving, the post office, you know, the change of address and you know, you help me definitely keep on top of a few things that I might have forgotten in the process I could practically write a book on moving I think now <laughs> except I won't <laughs> um and uh yeah and I I will just mention that w- I then you know in the aftermath of this latest um move an involuntary move after my apartment was flooded and living on my ikea sofa bed for a month now i have decided to buy another house and that's something i couldn't decide back then because i just felt overwhelmed with selling a house so now um i have my fingers crossed for a house that um i it's not very far from where i live now so staying in the neighborhood staying not too far from my neighbors who are my good friends and but having no basement and no attic because i learned my lesson
0: excellent um that you're uh well that's a lot of moves first of <laughs> all and and yet another one but yeah. hopefully this uh uh, if you do move into this house and everything goes through, that uh, it'll be your last move in a, in a while. Yeah, For a while, I should say. Not in a while, um, but for a while. And hopefully, uh, it's also odd to get to move upstairs in an apartment building and then get flooded out. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd think going further up, you'd be less likely to have flooding. Yes. But I realized it was a pipe issue and not a uh, 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 like rain no. coming in from the bottom no. issue um but um yeah that is uh that's that's pretty wild um and good luck to you in that uh home uh in your new home hopefully um new hopeful home I guess.
2: yeah um
0: yeah. awesome well i think that is pretty much what we were planning on talking about today. Um, yeah. Before we wrap this episode up, I guess we also did want to say um, that uh, if you have enjoyed the show, um, one thing is uh, just keep your subscription active, if you would, if you're subscribed, um, because, um, although this is the last regular episode of the weekly review, there's – a off chance that uh, now and again Gene and I will sit down and do a little update episode or have something to talk about um, So um, and then it'll pop right up and you'll be like oh it's a new episode um,
1: <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah and if you still I, I don't know if I've, I've said it pretty frequently but I'm, for the last time at least for now I'm going to say hey go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, so while it's while we sit there in perpetuity in the Apple Podcast directory, it shows like a few more nice reviews because it'll look nice and they'll make us happy.
0: That would be great if you could rate a review. Actually, just review the podcast, um, uh, especially if you've been with us for a while. Um, we would love to see those, and um, you know. Even though some of our stuff was topical, a lot of it wasn't, so this podcast could help others um, in their quest for personal productivity. Do you mm-hmm. have anything else, Jean, before we wrap up this final regular episode of the weekly review?
1: Um, just not just. I want to say thank you, James Dempsey. You are my trusted system, and I really got a lot out of doing this every week with you since April, 2018. And, um, I look forward to doing more interesting and fun things with you in the future. And, uh, yeah, thanks for everything.
0: And, um, so thank you, Jean McDonald. Um, it also has been wonderful to, um, talk with you weekly, um, for the last, uh, almost five years, um, and put on this podcast. Um, I'd say that, um, I've, you have, uh, introduced me to a lot of different books, apps, um, and concepts that I would not have come across on my own. Um, I never seem to know anything until somebody tells me about it. Um, <laughs> so I, I've appreciated that very much. Um, and, um, uh, always have uh it's always been great bouncing ideas and thoughts off of you because you always have great suggestions and feedback um so i've really appreciated the time we've spent um uh chatting about personal productivity and our own personal foibles therein.
1: (laughs) yes it's a whole podcast um and Yes, thank you, James. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm glad that you feel that way <laughs> after 250 oh, episodes. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'm glad.
0: And then, of course, I know we both want to thank all of our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for spending uh, an hour—no, not an hour, but say a half hour-ish a week with us um, and hearing. Uh, as we work through our productivity issues, um, again, we, we were not gurus when we started and we did not become gurus over the course of this (laughs) podcast. Um, although I think we certainly both came up with uh, various insights and hopefully, um, our experiences have helped you in your own quests for personal productivity. Um, so I guess it's time to wrap up this final episode, um, so we can all get back to getting things done. Um, you can still find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm and on Twitter and Micro We are at the Weekly Review, and um, it would be great, as Gene said, if you'd rate or review this podcast. And feel free, even though. Um, this is the final episode. We'll still be checking the email at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Um, we don't have say goodbye at theweeklyreview.fm, <laughs> so you can say goodbye by emailing say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. I'm
1: sorry, that's funny. That's very funny.
0: So thank you very much for listening for all of these weeks and. Um, we hope you have a lovely next weekly review. Thanks.
2: You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you can.